0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Always want to hear the real deal when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and physical well being? This is Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia. What's cracking, what's really good? They don't pull any punches. You'll only get the truth about how you get healthier. Mentally, physically, and emotionally. And now, here's Tasha Makia and Big Dave. Imagine if you were able to speak with someone who can help you by teaching you how your brain works. Would you be interested?
2: I'm scared to know how my brain works.
1: I'm Tasha Makia, that's Big Dave, and welcome to Big Dave's Power Half Hour. Big day! We are back, man, and I know a lot Ooh. of times so many of us have goals, and we never reach them through. Like, sometimes I set a goal, and, and I'll get it. If it's like, hey, I want that brand new pair of sneakers. I'm going to be at Nike getting my sneakers. You know
2: what's funny is it's always materialistic. <gasps> it it, always, it is.
1: Because it's easier to That's because we're deal. programmed that
2: way. Maybe. We'll see, look at me. Look, look at you. Can, I'm ready for this one. I know you Bring are. Bring her on.
1: I'm super excited. Got and sometimes... my brain cap on. <laughs> it could be just you, you setting a goal like at the gym. Because sometimes that's your job to actually try to get them motivated. But at some point, at what point do you say, you know what? This is not about me. If you're not going to put... Yeah, because you get effort. to the point
2: where it's like, you know, I'm putting all this work in. If you're not going to do the work outside the gym, which is really the meaningful aspect of what we do and what yeah. I do, then what's the point? And that's why I'm able to pick and choose who I train because I, I want to take people on that are yeah. going to be challenged, yeah. but yet are going to exceed that challenge.
1: That's true. Because that's it like makes that. my
2: job that much easier. And and hopefully I'm motivating them in all aspects with the yeah. food, the training, the which outside stimulus yeah. to be able to get the goal that they want. Yeah. But again, it's always like we've always said you don't want to exceed that goal and set the goal too high and too far yeah. in advance. So I always like to say a month, maybe two months, stuff like yeah. that. So many people are like, oh, well, in a year I'm going to lose 50 pounds. It's like, you don't even know what you're going to be doing you tomorrow. You can do it less. You don't even know what you're going to be doing tomorrow. See, I train
1: with Big Dave every single morning, and I know how he can get it going. But sometimes there's people like, you know, I was like this as well. Like, you'll set a goal, and it could some things in life just throw you off, and it could be a relationship it could be stress, it could be work, it could be something that somebody has said, you know, and it, it, those things can kind of like discourage you, and that's really putting you back in a dark space, but you gotta, I guess you gotta have the right people, and you gotta be so ready.
2: 100%, I've been there, done that, like I've set a goal to get ready for a show, and I haven't competed for so long, and Yeah. kind of, you know, and, and I'll be the first to admit, life gets in the way. Life does You know, like, in like way. if I don't feel that I'm gonna be 110% on stage or, or prepping for that, yeah. I'm not doing it. Oh my because gosh. I know what I'm able to do, and if I can't hit or exceed that goal that I have for myself in my own brain, no pun intended, then I'm not doing it. And so (laughs) many people are like, well, why aren't you getting on stage? I'm almost battling myself. It's not that I'm concerned about the competition. great. I have a reputation to uphold as well, and I haven't been on stage for so long. But to be honest with you, when I'm saying this literally live on the air, the reason why I haven't competed is because I have not got my brain and myself to get to that point to I know that I will be ready. And wow. I got married last year. Yes, and you did. I, and with businesses, ex, you know, accelerating and striving, yeah. you know, with the show. Yeah. There's just a lot of things so that have have, have have added to that on that plate. So it kind of puts your goals right. Right. And, on and, the and, back and, burner. And, and my clients are, of course, you know, you and, and everyone yeah. else that I train. Your guy's goal is my priority. Yeah. Now, granted, does mine slip away a little bit? Sure, it does. But... I have to get myself programmed to get ready for that yeah. and until I do I'm not going to step on stage.
1: But that's honest. That's also it's it's, it's amazing that you're being, being honest with yourself.
2: 100% honest. And yeah. you know even even my wife she has not seen me compete since we've been together. Yeah. Emma's has never seen me step on stage. Do you think
1: that you'll do it at I some do, point? I do. And
2: and I know that there's yeah. there's friends and everyone listening We're like excited. oh, whatever cuz they he've said this before yeah. but until I am 100% prepped in my brain to do it. And I feel like that's a lot of the mentality that our listeners have is unless I'm 100% percent ready to do something i'm not doing it so
1: what do you think can help you get ready for that
2: well hopefully you think that hopefully we have... our girl that we're bringing on is going to yeah. help stimulate our brain and get us focused
1: <laughs> so i'm excited because we have a special guest that'll be on the lines in just a few her name is lisa marini and she's a brain counselor so if she can change your brain and get you going back on stage
2: i need someone to do something to my brain <laughs> i mean you kick it every morning that i see you you kick that damn thing right into high gear
1: you do that to me i try i was going to ask you if there has ever been a time where you created a goal and never hit your goal, and I'm just saying that because I know how I look up to you and how you train me and how we have the show together, and we do so much. But honestly, in your lifetime, I know we were just talking about your bodybuilding, but has there ever been a time where you were just like, you know what?
2: I don't think that I never didn't hit a goal. Yeah. But I think I don't think that I hit a goal as fast as maybe I wanted to.
1: So did that make you feel some type of way because you didn't hit it within the time frame that you wanted? I've
2: never felt like a failure because I'm not like that. I okay. don't. I'm not. I'm not one of those people that put so much pressure on me, like, I failed.
1: Yeah, see, you know, I do that.
2: I'm all in or I'm all i all out. I do that. I think that most people probably look at themselves and do that with relationships.
1: Yeah, that's, and, that too. And the
2: one thing that I think that I've done in my past but i can honestly say and i think a lot of people can attest to this is is you take bits and pieces from relationships and then you you build yourself up to be that person mm-hmm. that maybe you weren't in a past relationship mm-hmm. to what make yourself learned. a better person mm-hmm. and you know some relationships are really horrible some relationships are just not fitting well so you have to kind of look at that the positive in all the aspects and see what But you were could... you
1: always like that? Were you always the one to say, you know, this didn't work out, no, so I see the positive? Because no. I'm going to tell you, I was not.
2: I was very introverted in school and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. So I was never like popular or anything like that. So I kind of was my own person. I yeah. just kind of always observed and watched. Yeah. And I think that's one reason why I love bodyguarding so much, because I just sat back and always just watched. So you got to always... figure people exactly. out. So you're, you're like, well, I literally can you go sit... to the
1: park and watch people yeah. and be satisfied? Hundred percent. And it's
2: weird, because it's like, I will literally be able to judge what they're going to do next. I swear. And it's it's a weird type of thing, but for me, it was very good because with what I was doing as my profession, it was definitely warranted and needed for that type of job. So I was kind of, I think, a little bit more advanced before going into it because most people have like a military background with that kind of stuff or some sort of police background when it comes Mm -hmm. to something like that. I never did. I was just a bouncer. I was a bouncer at a bar and just happened to get recognized by a parent that, you know, I was watching over their daughter for them and one thing led to another and I started doing professional bodyguarding. So it's like, you know, I think I did set my goals to do professional and be with celebrities. So you reached it. And I hit it. But I think that, you know, again, life does get in the way of those I mean, type of things.
1: It could be even something like setting up something, a dinner for M and it didn't work out the way it was. But I guess, I guess, you know, I, think, I yeah, love that those, way I've your brain thinks. Let down.
2: I think those are more let down than more goals, I think. Oh, maybe. Does maybe that make maybe sense? I'm bit, like, yeah, no, but I think it is a goal. Like, I've always tried to plan something and sometimes it doesn't go my way. So, I think that that's more of like my expectation being so high. Yeah. But I'm also very challenging to myself. Yeah. You I are. set my expectations very high. Yeah. And almost most people probably couldn't reach those expectations, mm-hmm. but it's an individuality thing. Yeah. It's just my own brain working, no pun intended, with what she talks about. Like, you know, it's my brain focusing and functioning the way I do it may not be the way you do it may not be the way, you know, M does it or, you know, Victor does it, but it's, it's the do way I have something I, in my nose. Cause you keep nose, touching yours. Nose. No, I was itching. Oh, my nose. I was nose. like, do I
1: have like a something hanging? You? <laughs> what, a, would tosh, you tell me? Tosh,
2: tosh got a boogie in her nose. Um,
1: would you tell me or I would, would totally you let me tell look you. like a loser? No, because like,
2: okay. I, I love you like a sister. I freaking so love you too. I'm, I'm just like, saying you're you touching your nose. No, no.
1: I think for me, it's funny because when I lost all that weight in 2013, 100 pounds, I I still, I set goals for myself. But when I didn't reach those goals, I got really hard on myself. And it's just, it's the quiet thoughts in your own head that beat your own behind. Like I was, oh, you ate that. Now you should just stop. You shouldn't go And you're hard on yourself. Yes. And I mean, to the point that I wouldn't even get myself out of bed. I think at times, and this is just me. And of course, we're going to talk to Lisa Marini in just a few. She's on the lines. But I would put myself into a depressed state.
2: But do you think that is not hitting the goal, or do you think setting that expectation was too high? Because is there a difference between an expectation and a goal? That's so good. That's a great question. No, and
1: it's a great question because I think back then, because I didn't have people around me with the proper information, or I might have reached those goals at some point, I might have set the expectation too high, but if you don't jump, how do you know?
2: Well, and that's the thing. I think that people do set their expectations too high in life, and when they don't meet them, they feel like, They failed. But that could be a goal-driven situation as well. If your goal is to make X amount of money in Mm -hmm. the year and you don't hit that, does that mean you didn't reach your goal or didn't you not meet your expectation? And maybe Mm -hmm. she could shed some light on that in the sense of, is there a difference between an expectation Mm -hmm. and a goal?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I think we beat our, some people beat themselves up. Right. I mean, you're different. And I love that we're so different, but we're so alike at the same time. My
2: job is to motivate for people to hit a goal. Right. But my expectation of their goal could be completely different. Absolutely. So maybe that's, maybe that makes more sense. It
1: does. I don't know.
2: She's the one that can control the wiring in my brain. (laughs) So so.
1: today, good people on Big Days Power Half Hour. First of all, big shout out to all of our listeners. Thank you so much for sharing and liking. We just love that our podcast is growing and growing. So today we are going to be speaking with a brain counselor. And yes, when I saw uh, Victor Star send this to us, I, I was kinda, so intrigued.
2: Yeah, I was. It was. I was, I was, like was thinking Ghostbusters. Right? I was thinking Ghostbusters. <laughs>
1: no, Ghostbusters. I was
2: thinking Ghostbusters. Am I'm not gonna lie?
1: You were ridiculous. Imagine someone that can help you through something that you tried over and over again. So today we have Lisa Marini on the line with us, and she is a brain health coach and a certified hypnotherapist. She loves, you know, bringing understanding to the brain and and plays a critical role in all. All the decisions from weight loss, to goal setting, to stress release, and of course, every area in the world. And she's a mama, a proud mama to two amazing boys. Hey, Lisa, welcome to the show. What's up? Hello. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. Hi, how are you? So good. So that's good.
3: awesome. Love being here. Thank you so much for having me.
1: So our podcast is pretty much known to have like some really informative and fun topics. And of course, we get serious at times. But I was interested, well, like I said, when Victor, our boss, the program director of KS1075, Woo-hoo. spoke to us about you bring a brain counselor. So how long have you been doing this?
3: I've been doing this full time for about four years. Oh, wow. That's always been my passion. I used to tell uh, kids in high school that I wanted to get into neuro-linguistic programming, and they would roll their eyes, thinking I was just trying to flex on <laughs> them. And uh, I do it every day. I love it. It's it's such a passion of mine, and it's just been really incredibly helpful for people.
1: So I saw on your bio on your website that you were saying how you had left a stressful full time career for this. Like, what were you doing prior?
3: Oh my gosh, I used to run really large scale multifamily construction projects. I was a superintendent, and it was me and about four hundred dudes out on a construction site. So. Uh, not only was it a stressful job, being a female, um, with a bunch of guys 25 years ago was incredibly hard. And so, yeah, stress levels through the roof, you can imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a lot. So, what intrigued yeah. you about people and the brain and the way they think and, and things like that?
3: Gosh, you know, it was interesting because I've always been super. Um, interested in doing personal development and learning how to communicate with teams etc and when I would run these projects at times there were you know I was really on I was great at different communication styles and getting people all on the same page and then there were other times where I'd get triggered by something and I wouldn't show up I'd be angry and frustrated and I didn't have access to any of the amazing tools that I had learned and that was just wild to me that one day I could show up in a certain mindset and the next day I'd be a different person and so that's wow really led me on the journey of trying to understand how this darn organ in our head works, because nobody's ever
1: taught us how to use it. So what organ are we speaking of? The brain? The brain. <laughs> okay, so let's get into this. Give me an example. Someone that wants to get started with fitness, but like I, like I was saying a few minutes ago, I know you were listening in, you know, there was a time where I was trying to get going, and I think sometimes we could be our own worst critics, so... How do you turn that switch on? Like, say it's fitness and this is my goal and I've, I've went and purchased everything and I'm excited about it, but I let one person's opinion of what I'm getting ready to do throw me off. Like, how? How do you how do you work with that? How do you trigger that?
3: Yeah, what I mean, what you think we're talking about is like, you know, this difference between expectations and goals and whatever. And so what I would say to that is first and foremost, we could for sure go in and use different tools of how different people are programmed subconsciously, and that's really what I do with my clients one on one. But what I would say in, in the conversation y'all are having is, you know, we set goals in a very much what basis. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to lose a hundred pounds. I'm trying to earn a set income. I'm trying to get a different, you know, uh, career path, right? I want to have a different degree or I want to have something like that. And we forget to look at the why of things. And so, you know, what I would ask anybody on their fitness journey or wellness journey is, why do you want to do this? And it's not just why, it's really how do you want to feel when you get there? And when we can tap into the emotional piece of it, it really transforms everything. Because if you know, wanting to lose 25 pounds, let's say, and you have every goal set up, this is what you're going to eat, this is how you're going to exercise, and you're not sure about how you want to feel when you get there. How do you know that you're really on the right track? So if someone would want to say, I want to feel proud, or how do... I guess would be a great question of how you felt when you lost your weight.
1: I felt amazing. I felt incredible. But it's funny because as I got to one trophy, I lost my job, my career, you know? So it was like, yeah, you got there, but let me just take this away. So I felt incredible. I never thought I would feel that.
3: Yeah, for sure. And so if we focus on the feeling of something like, I want to feel really proud of myself. Then what that does, as far as the motivation, you can check in with the lens of, everything that you're doing because feeling proud then if you have the option to eat chocolate cake or you're going to really actually fix your your meal plan you ask yourself is it going to have me feel proud when i eat that chocolate cake or am i going to feel proud after i eat my meal plan? so
1: kind of like think ahead out of
3: this make wrong right and so when somebody then is a critic or a judge that you know passing judgment of what we're doing we can say wow is it going to make me feel proud if i actually continue to do this or not?" and so it's It really kind of shifts the mindset of it.
1: Wow, that's pretty neat. So you're pretty much like thinking forward before eating of something that's not healthy or healthy happens. So you're teaching the brain to think before doing it. Does that make sense?
3: Absolutely. Yeah, and we don't have to wait for the goal to then be obtained to start feeling the feeling because that's usually what we do. When I lose my 25 pounds, then I'll feel proud. When I, you know, get to a certain, you know, when I win my award, when I do whatever, then I'm going to feel confident. What this does is it actually starts implementing it into our day-to-day and every decision and we can start feeling those feelings and emotions that we're looking for uh, in the future. We can start implementing them now with every choice we make and that really helps us stay on track.
2: So, so I got a question for you. So um, first of all, thanks for being on with us. And um, I guess my question is that, that I have that I think a lot of our listeners would, would want to ask you is, is there a difference between a psychologist and something along the lines of what you do.
3: So yeah, so there is a big difference between a psychologist or psychologist and what I do. I'm a coach. So, I don't do a lot of the clinical stuff. I really like to take people where they're at and we move forward. Oftentimes when we go into counseling or psychiatry, there's a lot of previous history that we dig through and we uh, need to heal past wounds etc i like to take people where we're at move forward figure out how to motivate and inspire and, and we do rewiring but most of that is from a present state and moving forward does that make sense yes
1: so with people with you rewiring do they they actually have to be ready for this they have to be ready to go forward you know they can't like be willing to change. right you have to be willing to say you know what you, um, you know uh, A wire's
2: across Something's wrong Yeah
1: Can you help me t- Like want You have to want To put one foot In front of the other No? Yeah
3: well of course I mean if If somebody's even Coming to any of us To, to get any sort of Wellness or fitness advice They're they're wanting a change In their life Because anybody Who doesn't want to change They're not going to Come seek me out anyway They're going to be Very happy with What they have in their
2: life I, I was just going to Ask you that And I think And I'm glad you said that So walk us through In, 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 in quick steps If you could Like how would someone approach you or how would someone like for example when people want to get big or people want to get you know lean or they want to work on their goals you know my name comes up and it's kind of synonymous with what we do in, in my field yeah and i'm very flattered and humbled by that because i've worked so hard to get that reputation for that, but I guess my question, and Tasha's the same way when it comes to the radio, like, she's the best in the game, and oh, she does her thing, and, and, and everyone loves listening to her, and and Alton, and, and so my biggest thing is, is like, walk us through, like, someone that, like, what would be a candidate, I guess, I, mm. I'm sorry for not knowing the right verbiage here, but yeah. what would be a candidate for you, and how would someone approach you because let's be real and i'm gonna i'm gonna be the elephant in the room and that's my favorite animal and i'm always the biggest in the room and <laughs> my and, I'm favorite al- animal. and i'm always the, the 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 one that'll stomp your ass but you won't know <laughs> i guess my biggest thing is i'm gonna be the the devil's advocate here and be like well is it like a snake oil type thing or is she like for real or is this like hocus pocus stuff like what would bring someone to you and how would they get in touch with you mm-hmm. and what would be the steps to move forward to do something like you do
3: yeah for sure well I get most of my people through referrals because they're like, wow, that worked for me, so go see her, right? That's awesome. Um, But ultimately, it's no different than any other coaching that somebody's looking to find. So anytime somebody has something they're wanting to shift in their life, they go look for a coach. Right. The way that I'm different is I explain how the brain works, how the brain hijacks you and what the Mm. brain role is in changing those goals. So I use a lot of tools with applied neuroscience, et cetera. But so it's not just, hey, when you're setting a new goal, here's how you do it. A lot of coaches would say, here's the plan, here's how to move forward. I help people understand the wiring, understanding how the brain, which is at the source of every decision you make, every, um, you know, how your heart beats, if you're going to sleep well at night, if you're going to perform at work or not, your brain is at the source of everything. And if we don't know how to accurately use the brain then we're like you know it's like driving a lamborghini and not really even having a clue of how to shift right mm. so i really make sure that people are set up to understand the organ that's going to control all of those decisions and moving forward
1: when it, even when it comes to you being a mom how does that work does it help the household like i think which, i think i'm, I'm just so interested to
2: have a mom like that she'd be like you're no. not your brain is not telling you to vacuum the house right now oh.
1: Oh my God, Your do you hear this, Lisa? Your telling
2: you not to dust. No. Oh Reprogram the brain to clean the toilet.
1: Oh my gosh. No, so the thing is, I have two boys just like you.
2: See? And you can't program them. And, I, and
1: actually, I, <laughs> I, I talk with my boys very much but I'm thinking as a mama. Lisa
2: gonna reprogram their brain. Right.
1: But it's gotta be actually, a, <laughs> stop it. It's actually gotta be a beautiful thing because when be they're the not house. sure if they're able to even you know, sometimes I think the youth they haven't lived as long as we have. So sometimes you're like, mama, but I'm not sure if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. My friends, you know, this and this, but I think it's beautiful. So are you able to even do that with your own kids without them knowing?
3: 100%. I Let me tell you how it works with the kids. The
2: Jedi mind trick is what it's called.
3: (laughs) It's Jedi mind trick. Well, so I have a 14 and 16-year-old. They're both boys. Okay. When we find problems is the emotional regulation, right? They get upset. They get angry. They're quick to, you know, get, given the time of COVID and everything we have going on, there's a lot of emotions. And they get really pissed about having to be in school and whatnot. I help them understand that, hey, listen, feelings are okay. This is your brain doing what it what it does go punch on a punching bag go do some uh you know different (sighs) techniques to help that part of their brain which is the stress response down regulate so that they don't feel overpowered by their emotions i don't tell them this stuff in fancy terminology
1: absolutely
2: yeah i was gonna ask do you have to kind of check yourself and be like okay I'm not going to be the brain expert here for the medulla oblongata. I'm going to be mom and tell you exactly what you need to do. Is it hard to kind of transition?
3: Well, they they pick up the brain stuff just because they hear me talk. Right. That's beautiful. But I just want to give them the tools and support them. And I translate it into their language. Now, my oldest son plays basketball and he gets in his head a lot. Yeah. When he's running down the court. He's already psyching himself out that he's not going to make the shot. I've worked in hypnotherapy with him and it has been. Monumentally transformative because he's just able to get out of his own head with that, and it's just a subconscious reprogramming. Um, but it's been so helpful, he loves it. And they both now have tools to deal with stress and to deal with those emotional
1: upheavals. I think that's amol- amazing,
3: yeah,
2: especially, especially when they they're young now, right? They because they can apply those tools to when they're older. And it's a part of who they are. It's their lifestyle. I think that's the biggest thing. It's so important. As we get older, we don't know how to handle stress or manage stress. And I think that's the biggest problem with a relationship breakup or financial status or whatever. You lose your job. You've got broken up with. And you you start beating yourself up. You know, they freak themselves out and then they do stupid things. But if you have those tools growing up, you kind of know how to handle it and you're in it you're kind of in an advantage
1: I think that's amazing Lisa let me ask you have you ever worked with anyone alcoholic or anyone that was drugs or I used to be a cutter when I was younger like, have you ever been able to help people that have gone through those type of things, not knowing how to release the stress the way you teach your sons, but taking it out on ourselves? Have you ever been able to help people like that? Yes, absolutely. But I'm
3: also very careful about crossing into the clinical side. So I'd want to oh, make okay. sure that those, the, you know, you, people that have those issues are definitely already seeing a psychiatrist or somebody that's on the clinical side. Now, what I help them do then is to manage the stress to set new mindsets, to have healthier lifestyles, because Mm. if our environment isn't great for the brain, then we're going to fall into old habits and patterns. And that's any sort of addiction, whether it's an eating problem or even addiction to stress or sugar, it's all kind of the same patterns, right? And so I really help people understand the right environment that their brain needs in order to thrive, because there's different brain states that we can get in and so i really want to set them up for success
2: in that way. So so i had a question for you and and, and i yeah. think we're going to start getting getting in closing here. And this may be a dumb question, but i'm going to ask because There's no dumb i i i did um i did some some tony robbins motivational classes and all that kind of stuff and they had a psychotherapy neurologist come in and and do all these workshops and clearly kind of goes hand in hand with what you do in a way but um they used to tell us like back in the day when I did these workshops that a lot of t- a lot of things for the brain were good tools like kind of exercise in a brain like word finds crossword puzzles those. um things like that mm-hmm. can you tell our listeners or give our listeners some ideas of what they can do if their brain is just going a bajillion miles a minute and to kind of calm it down like quick tools kind of a little quick tools and mm-hmm. and
3: Absolutely Yes, and Tony Robbins is fantastic. I love his work. He does a lot of NLP stuff. So the best two tools, I would say, for people is to shake your body. When you find yourself feeling stressed, get up and move.
2: Shake. Just start twerking? Like you That's just cool. want to start twerking right where you're
3: Dave! Yeah,
1: twerk away. So
3: because
2: you just start standing up and twerking, doing some well, body just squats. just
1: move. It, it, can that be just
3: shaking
2: she a little said, bit left Tosh. to right? Or just, like, Tosh even dancing
1: him. a little bit? Yeah, no, like, you got ants in
3: your pants. Like Okay,
1: it yes.
2: You're twerking.
3: We're completing a fight-and-flight response. Animals do this, right? Your dog starts shaking if there's, <laughs> if there's fireworks or thunder. Yeah. That's now, why a
2: bear shakes his ass.
3: Yeah, they shake because they have an uh, influx of adrenaline hey. in their body. So when we feel stressed, we have the same biological response. So we have to complete the cycle. So shake your body throughout the day, Right. get up and move around, and then do some breathing exercises, oh. some nice, low, deep breaths. And when you push your exhale twice as long as your inhale, it puts you into a parasympathetic nervous state, more of a restful state so that you're not feeling so amped up. The brain has no ability to know the difference between reality and thoughts. So it thinks everything's dangerous all the time when we're stressed. That
1: makes so much sense. That's, That's awesome. crazy. I literally just spoke to my nutritionist about that yesterday. And he was teaching me about the the, the exercise through a video. I'm sitting in my car outside. Because I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I work a full-time job, i a mom, you know. And, and everything you just said gave me chills because he said the same exact thing. That's incredible. Oh, I love it. Yeah, Incredible. All right, guys. So thank you so much, Lisa Marini. Now, if you want to make sure you take a second for her site, take advantage of the free consultation that she has. She also has... You have to. You gotta check it out. Listen, everybody needs someone who has the experience, who can help you reprogram yourself and rewire, as Lisa says. So this is perfect. She has individual coaching. She has a six-week brain basic course, and you need that, especially right now with COVID. There's just so much going on. You know, we think we're okay, but...
2: She could definitely help a lot of people.
1: I'm telling you, sometimes, especially now, if you think you're okay or you're having some thoughts, the best thing to do is to reach out to Lisa and get that free counsel. Not just that, but She does online group classes, which are a great idea for bonding, right? Team bonding with work or whatever. Absolutely. That will be awesome. Lisa, thank you so much for checking in with us today. We would love to have you back. Thank you. (laughs) I would love that. Thank you. You have a great day. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Big day. Very interesting conversation with Lisa today. Twerking. The, she I'm, was not meaning by twerking. She's she probably said, like, you know what Dave needs to be on time shake out. shake around. No, she just shake it off. And you're shaking the your... Loving ain't she's the shaking her tata's over them. here. I am not. Yes,
2: she is. She's shaking, I'm her too- ta-tas. she's shaking her tata's over here. I'm trying to <sighs> twerk over here. I never and would do And they don't do that. move that well. So, yeah. Whatever. Obviously, you just get up and move around. <laughs> i a, boobs. Whatever. I think that's a great, great thing. And
1: I think it's it's crazy because when she said the breathing was such an important piece, too, like, Josh just said that to me.
2: Shout out to McCray Fitness.
1: Love you guys. Love you, Alex. So, thank you so much again, Lisa. We appreciate you. We would love to have her come back and even talk about more about what's going on with kids and COVID and life and just everything in general. But... We're we are up out of here. If you have any uh, you know, topics you want us to talk about. Big days power half hour at gmail.com. Our Instagram is Big Days Power Half Hour and yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs>
2: That was kind of cool. Yeah? I was not expecting that. She was amazing. She's definitely interesting. She's I mean,
1: amazing. Low key, there's a yeah. lot of people going through a lot right now, and she's giving you free consultations, so go to L-M-A-I-R-N-I.com and tell her that Big Dave and Tasha sent you, and get that free consult. Seriously. I, think I
2: may try it out. You should. We should do it in a group bonding. We Let's do, do it. it. I'm in. I'm going to twerk all over the Zoom. We love you. Later, guys. We love you. Lisa's
1: going to put you on time. See ya. Out. Follow Big Dave's Power Half Hour on social media. <laughs> at Big Dave's Power Half Hour. Join us next week for another episode dedicated to getting you healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's Big Dave's Power Half Hour hosted by Tasha Makia.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?